when the Willimantic Chocolate Festival returns, sponsored by Willimantic Renaissance and the Wyndham Recreation Department. I've got four people to tell the story today. Gene Dismay, Rich Baber, Ruth Hartunian Ellenbaugh, and also Bev York. Folks, good morning. Thanks for joining me today. Gene, what is the Chocolate Festival all about? Well, Chocolate Festival is this really neat, quirky little um, <laughs> event in Willimantic that involves our downtown merchants, but it also involves a lot of events around town. So <clears throat> basically you go, there's there's a chocolate chip stroll in the daytime, and that's when people go door-to-door to different merchants. And the whole idea behind it is to get people who haven't been downtown for a while, to walk into a store and go, I didn't know this was here, which is what we want to hear over and over again. So we have new stores in town for people to learn about, and we have the old ones to remind them about. And then there's lots of other events which, well, some of your other guests are going to talk about, some of them, but I'll also put in a pitch for there's a dance that night with Patty Tua at the Elks, which is always a ton of fun, too. But... um, so that's that's the outline of it. We have the Let Them Eat Cake Contest. Ruth will talk about that coming up soon. But for starters here, let's talk about the Cupid Made Me Do It two-mile road race. Rich, good morning. Thanks for tell, joining us this morning. And tell us what the road race is all about on Saturday. Sure. Uh, thanks, Wayne. Well, uh, typically the road race kicks off the events for the, for the Chocolate Festival. Uh, we start the run at 10 o'clock in the morning. It's all downtown. Uh, it runs down Riverside and down Main Street and over the uh, footbridge, et cetera. And uh, it's really a fun event. Uh, we don't expect to see too many Olympians, but people come out and have a good time. A lot of costumes, a lot of, a lot of families, and uh, it's a great way to get people into town because uh, we'll typically get two to 300 people, and almost all of them come from out, out of the area. We cut all over the region and New England, so it's a great way to get people into Willimantic to kick off the, the uh, events for the rest of the day. How do people sign up for the Cupid Made Me Do It two-mile road race? Well, we have a website you, people can go to. It's cupidmaybe.run.com. It has all the information about the race, and it has a link to registration. Registration is $25. Uh, our, our main beneficiary is the Wyndham Area Interfaith Ministry, uh, who will be there. They'll be there present as well, uh, volunteering and cheering on runners. What is the route for the two-mile race? Well, we'd actually be starting uh, right behind where you are sitting right now on Riverside Drive, right behind the WILI building. We'll be heading west down Riverside, taking a left on Bridge Street, going down Pleasant Street, crossing the footbridge. Then we'll head up Main Street, back to Bridge Street, and then we'll finish coming down uh, Riverside again. We had to alter the route this year because you may have noticed they're taking down a building in your neighborhood. Yeah, they've actually closed Riverside Drive east of here, and that's going to become a parking lot. That'll be permanently closed. We talked about that with town manager Jim Rivers yesterday. And you must get all ages turning out for this type of event. We absolutely do. We have uh, our youngest uh, registrant so far is six. Our oldest is in their mid-80s, and we have everything in between. And we have uh, awards in nine different age groups. So um, the oldest is 80-plus, and we expect to have a good representation from that group. What are the awards? Are they trophies? Uh, We have medals for the top three in each age group, male, female, non-binary. And we also award every uh, age group winner a deluxe gourmet cupcake 
provided by Cheryl Preston at a cupcake for later. And what time does it all begin again? Uh, registration starts at 8.30 in the morning at the Baptist Church, and the race goes off at 10. Uh, this year we also have given people an opportunity to create teams, so we have team competition as well uh, in categories like the most enthusiastic, most spirited, largest team, etc. So it should be a lot of fun. It's the Cupid Made Me Do It two-mile road race this Saturday morning, part of the Willimantic Chocolate Festival. Also part of the festival is the Let Them Eat Cake contest. Ruth Hartunian Allenbaugh, our ravings and cravings lady, the contest chair. What is that about, Ruth? Yeah, good morning, Wayne. Thanks for the opportunity. Again, here we are with cakes. I have five categories this year. In the past, we didn't have all these categories. So we have adult category for up to 12 years of age, young adult, 13 to 19, adult, 20 years old and up, Willamantic theme cake, which is based, uh, judged on appearance only, and then we added this year a professional category. So if you're making cakes and getting paid for them, you can also enter the contest. Walk-ins are, are welcome. So we had a pre-registration period which was great, and we got quite a few pre-registrations. But you can come in on Saturday to the Path Academy, which is located at 832 Main Street between 930 and 1030 a.m., and you can drop off your cake, make sure you have the ingredients listed, pay your $10 registration fee, and our panel of professional judges, two from the University of Connecticut Dining Services and Bakery, and also Jackie from Limberia uh, Algarete Tropical on Main Street here in Willimantic, your panel of three judges, judge the cakes, and come back by around noon, hopefully, <laughs> and see who, who won the contest. There are prizes. It's a big, huge bag of wonderful things for each age category. So anything chocolate? Uh, if you need assist with your cake making, it's okay to have somebody help you, you know, especially if you're a kid or you have need of assistance. But, um, yeah, we're doing it again this year, and it will be a pleasure to receive whatever people bake. Bev York is here from the Veterans Center to talk about what they've got going on. Beverly, good morning. Thanks for joining me today. And what have you got going on on Saturday? Good morning, Wayne, and thank you. Um so we have a tea room, a chocolate and peppermint tea room. So people can come and have some desserts. Most of them will be chocolate and sit down and have tea. And um, the, we have a decorated room. We'll have some music, live music. And uh, we hope people will come over to the center. We also have um, uh, an art gallery. In the building, there's an art gallery. And our art show this month is called From the Heart, uh, and it has 12 artists, and they're painting and photography, stained glass, and calligraphy. So there's some beautiful art on the wall, which is uh, to view and also for sale. Um, and then we, we ended up with some crafters. We decided uh, that since the Wyndham Art mission is to support artists and crafters, we have... Ten people who want to come and sell their beautiful wares, which will, are perfect for Valentine gifts. We have activities for kids to make. Um, always got to do something for, for the kids. That's, that's uh, what I think. And then we um, also, I'm going to do the history of chocolate. 
Now, this is something that I've done almost every year, mm-hmm. and I used to do it in Ray Jeans, mm-hmm. the gift shop, which is now uh, Ray Jeans is retired. Um, and I'm going to do the history of chocolate in the tea room at uh, on the hour at noon and one and two, and I have some some new facts. And uh, so, yeah, so people want to learn about chocolate, and um, we'd love to have them come and visit us. Bev, you've teased me here with all this chocolate talk. Can you give just one or two little nuggets about the history of chocolate just to whet our appetite? Sure. Well, some one of the things that I've learned um, this year, I learned some a few new things, and um, I never knew how important chocolate was to the military. So um, starting in 1937, uh Chocolate bars were given to uh, the Army all around the world. And so there's two kinds of chocolate bars in the military. One is for, um, you know, moral support, you know, some, a treat. And um, the other is called the Ration D bar, and it's bitter. It doesn't really taste good, so you really don't want to eat it. But it's, it's, a, it's a life support. So if people have nothing else to eat and they, you know, they really need to survive, they can eat this. It has 1,800 calories of and energy. Um, and that most of the chocolate bars in our Army and um, our military services were made by Hershey's. <laughs> so that's, that's a new fact that I have this year. Well, let me pull this one out of left field, and I can't guarantee you know the answer, but then again, my experience is that Bev knows everything. So we all think of like the brown chocolate or dark chocolate when people think chocolate, but there is also white chocolate. Where did white chocolate come from? Um, And if you don't know the answer, Bev, you can look it up and make it part of your talk on Saturday. I will do that. I will do that. Uh, brown chocolate comes from the cacao, and I have some um, beans that I will show people. Um, but I'm I'm not ra- sure. I think white is has something to do with the oils. But I I will know that answer on Saturday. See even more information for the event. And where will this event take place, Bev? So these events are at the Eastern Connecticut Veterans Community Center. It um, formerly, it's at 47 Crescent Street. Formerly, the building was the Wyndham Senior Center, and way back, it was the Oak School. So it is on Crescent Street. It's three blocks away from uh, the Pleasant Street side of the Frog Bridge. So it's not too far from, from Main Street. So we hope people, we, ho- we hope we have enough going on, people will make the trip. Expand more on the role Wyndham Arts plays in this event. So um, one of my jobs right now is I'm the director of Wyndham Arts, and our mission is to support and promote artists, artists and crafters and makers of all types. So that's why we have the Coffee Break Gallery, um, so that we every month there's a new show uh, to support artists. And... Um, Next month will be Women's Month, so we're going to have a show about by women artists, by and about women. Um, so that's that's the gallery, and it's named the Coffee Break Gallery because the coffee break was invented in Willimantic, um, in the mills. Uh, in 1870, they decided to give a little uh, snack break to the child laborers, and it increased their productivity. It made them more energized, and the boss said, aha. 
we got to do this for the adults because productivity also means profits. So, yeah, so the coffee break was born in Willimannock. There are a <laughs> few other places that claim it, but really, Willimannock is the birthplace of the coffee break. Love that little trivia nugget. And what about for the kids? What have you got going on for kids at this event at the Veterans Center? There are um, several crafts that they're going to be able to make. We have um, a, a whole table set up with different activities for them to choose from that they can uh, make and take. If you're talking about the event for the Willimantic Chocolate Festival going on at the Eastern Connecticut Veterans Community Center at 47 Crescent Street. Gene Dismay, tell me more about the chocolate chip stroll. Exactly how does that work? Okay. The chocolate chip stroll works where people just walk up and down Main Street, and we're going to have balloons out in front of the stores that are participating. And you just go in the store and see what they have. So some, some of them are going to have things for sale. Um, some will have things that they're giving away, and some of them are going to have activities. So, for example, Path Academy is open to us. It's not Academy, I'm sorry. Path Counseling Center now is open, and they are hosting Eastern Connecticut or Connecticut Eastern Railroad, which is having a model train set up. And we have Eastern students who are coming down, and they're going to do painting, as well as there will also be the cake contest in Path. And the Eastern students are also going to be out on the street with hearts. So we're hoping people will put something that they love on their heart and just stick it on a window of one of our empty buildings, which we have a couple of, and, you know, just shower the town with, with love and hearts all over the place. Um, so that's, there's a lot of fun, uh, just, you know, different kinds of fun things. You're going to see new stores, which is always exciting. So Trigo Pizza is opening, but they don't open to four but they'll be opening, and Spiral Arts is a pottery place, and they ha- will open during the day with. Um, they're going to have soaps, goat milk soaps, and and rose or uh, roses flowers for sale. So they're you know they're selling things, but it's it's fun and new. Um, I also want to especially mention Will Manic Records is going to be having live music. So if you haven't been to Bliss Marketplace, which is on North Street, you're going to find a lot of things in Bliss, and you're going to have a good time there, too. Um, I just I wanted to say this happens because the community participates, right? This isn't something that any of us can put together and make happen. It's just very, very from the heart heart, really, of Willimantic, and it makes me so proud when I when I know that this attracts people from all over um, the East Coast. I've, I know people as far away as Pennsylvania have come. So it's just all about about the love in Willimantic, um, and I wanted to express my thanks to the rec department who um, put together the website for us this year, and that's WyndhamRec.org, and that yeah, and you know everything. We should, and also the, the co-op, right, Jean, because um, yeah. the co-op is a sponsor, plus they will have 43 cakes there for yeah. people to try to celebrate their 43rd birthday, which is very exciting. And the other thing yes. that's exciting, because I'm just t- totally horning in here, is we have three cupids on the line. <laughs> and I Thank think you, that's Ruth. yes. I think that's Me monumental. <laughs> yeah. 
Maybe a first for that one. I'm not sure. I think we probably have had occasions where we've had three at one time in the studio. But nonetheless, we'll also be broadcasting the Cupid crowning on Tuesday, February 14th, which I guess ancillary is part of the Willamette Chocolate Festival as well. What about the Valentine movie night for the whole family? Where's that? Yes. Thank you. It's at the community center. Um, and the, again, the recreation department's doing that. And that will be uh, the Lady and the Tramp at six o'clock. So that, that's fun. And I, I believe that I'm, early childhood is going to be giving away books ahead of it. So make sure you mm. get there early because then you get free little, free children's books too. And the sweetheart dance. Where's that? And you said Patty Tewitt's playing for that. Yeah, Patty Tewitt, who we all love so much, um, is playing at the Elks Club, and that's a fundraiser for the Wyndham Textile and History Museum. So it's, yeah, it's too much to even say, but please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, I'll tell you what, you, you do the stroll, you do everything that you can, you go to the Veterans Center, you do everything, everything, and then you sit down and you have a nice meal. So make a reservation. And our restaurants are having Valentine's Day special meal or menus. So make your reservation, go out to eat, take your break, and then you can go out and dance all night. And we mentioned the schedule that is posted on the Willamette Rec Department website. You can also get information by going to the Facebook page, Romantic Willamantic 2023 Chocolate Festival. We'll try to repeat that in a few minutes as well. And, uh, Ruth, going back to the Let Them Eat Cake Romantic Willamette Chocolate Cake Baking Contest, uh, the judges, who are the judges, and do they actually eat the entries? Oh, well, of course, you have to do that. So we have uh, one of the judges is Robert Landolfi, who's uh, UConn Dining Services. He is the king of gluten-free baking. He's published, but he also is a wonderful professional. He'll be one of the judges, and Fran Sandberg is also going to be a judge. She's in the UConn Baking and Dining Services Department. And Jackie from... Limberia Trotsal will be our, our third judge. So I guess I would say if you, well, I'm speaking English here, sadly, but if, if you know people who are Spanish speaking and who like to make chocolate cake, she will, she will be able to help translate for us so that no one is left out of being a part of the contest. So those are the three judges. We will take a slice out of all of the cakes, except for the Willamantic theme one, because that one we just look at. So, like, if, if you are making something that's on a pile of Rice Krispies covered in fondant, we're not trying that because <laughs> that's just for the looks. We just judge that mm-hmm. one by look. Well, and Ruth, you mentioned the Willamantic theme cake. Tell me more about the individual categories you've got for this cake baking contest, including the professional category to the roster of possibilities. Yeah, so the five categories are child up to 12 years of age, and I'd love to see some children. You know, the, there's no rule that says that you can't open a box and do something to it besides just add the regular ingredients. You can do something as simple as that or as complicated as you want. So anyway, child category, young adult category is 13 to 19 years of age. Adult category is 20 years and up, Willamantic. Steam cake is appearance only, and then the professional category is for people who are doing this maybe as a career or as a business. They're getting paid for their cakes, and um, those are the five categories. And yeah, 
And tell people again how they can register for the cake baking contest. So at this point, it's probably too late to send me a, a registration fee in the mail, but you can walk your cake in, cake walk, get it, walk in. Cake uh-huh. walk. Yeah, I know, really, it's bad. You can walk your cake in to the Path Academy, which is at... At 832 Main Street, please be there between 9.30 and 10.30 on Saturday, February 11th. Uh, Come with your ingredient list. We will, the judges will arrive at 10.30 or around that time, and they will take a slice out of each cake, and they will taste it, and they will judge it on a number of different markers, including, i got to find this here in my notes here, where is it? Taste. Here we go. Taste is uh, taste, texture, appearance, and creativity presentation. Uh, so those are the mm. ways. Those are the places. Th- those are the categories that they'll judge the cakes on. And so you need to come and pick up your cake at noon. Listen to whoever won. Watch the prizes get distributed and take your cake home with you. It's a great event, part of the Willamette Chocolate Festival, the Romantic Willamette Chocolate Cake Baking Contest, and the other events that go on this Saturday, the Chocolate Chip Stroll, the Willamette Food Co-op's 43rd Birthday Party, the Chocolate and Peppermint's Tea Room at the Veterans Community Center at 47 Crescent Street, which also has the From the Heart Art Show going on. We talked to Rich Baber earlier about the Cupid Made Me Do It two-mile road race. We've also got a sweetheart dance, the Valentine movie night for the whole family, part of the 17th annual Romantic Willematic Chocolate Festival going on this Saturday, back after a two-year hiatus. Gene Dismay, Rich Baber, Ruth Hartunian, Allenbaum, Bev York, thanks to all of you for joining me this morning to talk about a great event coming up this Saturday. Thank you. Thanks, Wayne. Thanks, Wayne. 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.